0: Hello, and welcome to the Stone Genius. It's St. Patrick's Day 2022. Not sure why that's the voice I decided to go with this morning. So, St. Patrick's Day is today, the day I'm recording this. So we're four days into... Daylight saving times, not daylight saving times. Whatever time we're on now. We jumped forward, we time traveled. Sunday morning, and I'm still tired. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. I it's because I've been up since four, I've been awake since four. Lying in bed, staring at the ceiling. I wonder what I'd do if I had a mirrored ceiling. I'd always be on the bottom. That's for sure. But. Like if I was just laying there and staring at myself. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the show. The podcast. The thing. I had mentioned that I'd asked someone to be a guest or a co host with me on another show that I'm doing that I was going to change the name of this person said yes. I really thought that they might. See, this is This may be only the third time that I've really misread a person in my life. Thinking that I really knew what they were going to do, say, which leads me to a job I think I'm going to create for myself. Put it out there on, I don't know, there has to be some gig website that I could do this. People like to come to me when they have... When they want to find certain information out, they want to know how they can solicit a response that they're looking for. Maybe not positively or negatively looking for, but just trying to find out certain information without being blatant about it. Or trying to discuss a matter, and not using the correct verbiage with management, things of that nature. So what I think I'm going to do is start a gig, something, side hustle, where for like five dollars... You tell me what you're trying to find out, what you're trying to get from whoever, and I will give you the verbiage to use. So it'd be a $5, I'm going to try this. And then your tip can be dependent on what you thought of it, how it worked. So if you needed to know if someone was involved with someone else or if they liked a certain type of activity or, say, food, something like that. If you're trying to discuss something with management. I'll go back to an old story that I... I was working an overnight gig at a telecommunications company and often... Overnight groups, if they're in an office environment, which we were engineers and the such supporting upgrade and towers throughout the nation, that with that particular position, when you work overnights, there is some disconnect with the day crew. So the day crew, and I work days, so I took advantage of this as well. As long as you got your work done, you had specific tasks that you needed to do each and every day, or probably. I'll just talk about myself. So if you came in a few minutes late, left a few minutes early, we were on salary, um... We did time in and time out. I always timed in exactly when I got there, exactly when I left, all that. But it it wasn't dependent. It would reflect on. Doesn't matter. So, and then if you if you had a doctor's appointment or something, you just went to the doctor's appointment. As long as you got your work done, you would just go to the doctor's appointment. Or if you took a long lunch or went and played nine holes, whatever you wanted to do, as long as you got your work done, it's pretty much accepted during the daytime. And then at the nighttime, we're restaurants aren't open so you can't go there there's not a lot of things you can't run errands not too many 24 hour doctors that I know of unless it's an emergency room and you would get some people that would leave early and so on the night crew you pretty much had to be there from 9.30pm to 6.30am regardless even if you were done with all your tasks they wanted you to stay so one night they were getting ready, they wanted to have a big meeting with the the big wigs and talk about the discrepancy. Oh yeah, you know, like it's stupid not stupid stuff, but things that sometimes management will overlook. That like daytime, often they will order pizza and bring food in and then stuff. I get it overnight that's hard to do, but fucking do something for them. I mean, don't don't say here we brought and barbecue for you guys today. And then at night say, you got to stay your nine hours. So one of the people that wanted to lead this confrontation, they had given me a whole bunch of notes. I wasn't going to be able to attend the meeting because what I was doing that night was in a time zone that I had to start in what would be considered early. We had what's called maintenance windows. So we had work between. So I was not going to be able to attend this fun little meeting. So this person gives me an outline and tells me what they're going to talk about. And one of the things is they say, you know, everyone on day crew is late or they leave early. And I go, you can't use a furbiage like that. I go, When I was in management, if someone came to me with that, I would listen to it, but there's no specifics there. Just as if... So, not everyone's coming in late and everyone's leaving early. So, you can dismiss that. I know that's not happening, so I can dismiss that statement. Now, could there be some? Yeah. So, if you said, bleepity bleep bloopy... Came in and I'm just making up that name. So if there is someone out there named Bleebity Bleep Bloopy, please reach out to me because I will interview the shit out of you. So Bleepity Bleep Bloopy comes in 20 minutes late every day and leaves an hour early every day because technically day crew is supposed to be eight to five. But like I say, <clears throat> you know, if the kids go to school or what? it's. It, it didn't matter, which I'm fine with. I have no, absolutely no problem with that. I'm a big believer in in work. If you were hired to do a certain amount of work, and you can do that, and you were hired full-time, but you can do that in 28 hours, that's on the company, not on you. They shouldn't say, oh, you were so efficient. We're going to keep your pay the same and then add more things to you. Because what will happen is then you'll just get people that will slow down. Why do I need to do this? So like when I was with the company I was just talking about, I would get my work done. And like in the daytime, I would take extended lunches or I would play nine holes at golf because everything I was required to do, I got done. And I always logged my actual hours. When I was working at home, I had an injury and then I ended up having to work at home. What I was generally supposed to be required to be in the office eight hours minus, I mean, nine hours minus hour lunch, eight hours, I could get done in three to four hours. Now, could everyone do that? I don't know. Could people probably do it faster? Maybe. People do it slower? Definitely. But when I was working at home, I would get done with that. And then I would have to check my emails every once in a while. You know, make sure that my... Still out there in the, trapped in the internet, tethered to work, even though I'm not at work. And that was one of my complaints, which I think is funny, that we could work from home to do our jobs. I did it for a, almost 12 weeks post-op. I actually took like a month off and then I went 12, I believe it was 12 weeks working from home. Never had an issue. And they kept clamoring for me to come back in the office. But then, I get it. I'm wonderful. I'm hilarious to be around. I get it. But this isn't about you. It's about me. So I didn't want to be with people. Those people. But they wanted you in the office. And then COVID hits, And everyone's in. So I do wonder how people are going to be able to Fuck that. I would say, I do not work in it. It's funny because my job, I'm like, I could do this from home. Literally, you could call me if someone came in and I can talk them through this or video chat with them. There's no sense in me ever getting dressed and coming in here. There wouldn't have to be. Let's put it that way. This week with daylight savings the senate i believe just passed a resolution asking for daylight savings to be made permanent and this is going to be geared more towards the genius part of my audience you know i didn't mention it at the beginning and i'm not sure that i did thank you to everyone that is listening if you're new and this is your first episode welcome and thank you for listening this show, I've always said that I was not going to pay attention to numbers, but sometimes numbers get brought to your attention. So I am very appreciative to everyone that listens to this show. I am very appreciative to everyone that has shared this show with someone else. Very much appreciated. So I am glad. Oh, I was talking about. At some point, I deviated. I had talked about the co-host. So, I don't think I'm going to have a co-host. They went dark. I haven't heard from them in, like, 10 days. So, I have been ghosted. I have been co-ghosted. Oh, shoot. I've been co-ghosted. Dang it. See? Producer, that'd be better. I need to talk to Daniel. Oh, i got to talk about that, too. <laughs> uh So much going on this week. And I probably should not have wake and baked as hard as I did. Yeah. So I have been curtailing my intake recently over the last few days. And I'm debating how I feel about that. I'm just kidding. I feel like. I do feel like I'm more in the present when I'm not taking, when I'm not when I haven't smoked, when I'm not feeling any effect. However, however, being in the moment is not always the best. Do you know what I mean? So, in a way, I've been co-ghosted. I like that. That's a great term. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down so that I use it. When I am doing the title of this episode. This is going to be the co-ghosted episode. Anyway, I asked someone. They didn't say. My intention was to take my other show, transform it, change the name of it so I had where I could hopefully do interviews with people that don't feel like they can come on a podcast called The Stone Genius. I mean... And you know what I, I have no problem with that because if they are unable to do that because I call myself or i've been called uh, call myself and my show the stone genius it does it, it doesn't mean that the guest I'm having is is either a stoned or a genius often they will be neither or neither depending on where you are Or how fancy you want to sound. I don't know why I said neither. I'm staring at an alien. I'm staring at my picture. So, the alien smoking a J, which is the show's podcast art, was done by our oldest, Morgan Moe. That's not her name, Morgan Moe. It's Morgan, but she goes by Mo. And so I stare at it, and those big black off-centered eyes that are kind of tilted, and it it's kind of like that, now that I'm staring at this picture, and Stone, it kind of looks like the Mona Lisa. I think she may have painted the Mona Lisa of alien portraits, alien joint-smoking p- portraits. Because it, you can't tell. Literally, now that I look at it, the smile is the same. So now I have to wonder whether our eldest child plagiarized that mouth from Mona Lisa. I mean, if Mona Lisa was an alien... Pretty sure they this would be what Bono Lisa would look like. Yeah, so I need to stop looking at that because it's freaking me out. So no code, I was going to have a show called The Bleep. Not The Bleep, Bleep, their name, Bleep, and The Stone Genius. So it'd still be in there. But I haven't heard back from them. So I was going to do that, put that out every Monday. And then on Tuesday through Friday, I would continue to do this show by myself. And I could either expand, explore, revisit things that I we talked about on Monday. Or new items. Things of interest that come up during the week. So now I just got to keep doing this show. Which is fine, because now I've cut a show out. I don't even have to worry about that. And if people don't want to be on this show because it's called The Stone Genius, then they are dumb. I'm just kidding. That's. I mean, some people can't. Their job, their career, one of the reasons the Roro Show with Steven was going to dissipate anyway I did the breakup, but yet I got my rebuttal letter was, well, I was going to break up with you, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't like a mean. So my old co-host, Stephen, my friend for life, Stephen, getting some big deal that's coming up, so it has to be very careful about... And Stephen was very nice. They said... I need to be, care- they said they needed to be careful what they said on the podcast, which I know meant, Rodney, I'm afraid that you're going to say something stupid and that ain't good for me and my bank account. And I totally understand that. So I know Stephen will be on this show. And we're going to have a lot of updates and I hope a lot of exclusives to that. What's going on? Because it's kind of cool. I mean, it's it's not kind of cool. It's super cool. So that will be fun. But I've cut out a show, which I took pride in doing three shows. Three kind of different shows from one another. But then I I care more about my Time and what's being put out. And before anyone stops and says, Oh, you care about what's being put out, do you? I know exactly how that statement sounded when it came out of my mouth. And I'm okay with that. So, anyway, if you need something done, if you need to find out if someone will i don't know it's just i do have an example but i don't want to use that example because it's what made me think of it because they ask me they go i wanted to i just wanted to find out some things that are going on and and see what this person has to say back to me and so i said say this exactly To elicit a response because you'll be able to find out information that you want to know, need to know. You'll be able to find it out without asking any of the questions. You're going to be asking, you're going to be making statements. I gave them three statements to say and ask one question. And what they received was three answers for those statements. And that's what they're trying. I will use this as an as an excuse. So I don't want to be banned from a local baseball stadium here. It doesn't matter. It's Kauffman Stadium where the Royals play. So they had a giveaway. And this is when the kids were still young enough they would care about shit like that. I don't know what age that is because I'm me and that's just not how I work. So they were... I'm 6'5", so Mo was probably to my armpit and Trinity was probably not much shorter than that. A little bit shorter. So that's how old they were. So just picture that. So let's say four and a half and four feet. Let's go with that. That's how old they were. Four and a half feet old and four feet old. And the oops, the giveaway at the the baseball game that day, the Royals game, was they do the races like the hot dog, or the the hot dog races, and there there's the one with relish, the one with mustard, and the one with ketchup. And so, what they were doing that day was they were giving them away to children under the age of whatever, under the age of five feet. That's what they were doing. So as under the age of five feet, you got one of these stuffed wieners that either had relish mustard or ketchup with it. So we have two children. We go to the game, and let's say they get mustard ketchup. So we get two of the three. Everyone, I mean, they were were nice and everything, and they were, so people weren't going to just give, oh, I don't, my kid didn't, my kid got this one. They don't want it. They're just going to give it away. So that was not going to happen. And we had walked by, in one of the concourses, they have like a, an information booth, and there was a big sign that said, we don't have, Whatever, beanie, they weren't beanie babies. Whatever, we don't have the stuffed hot dogs. We don't have stuffed wieners in here. Which, in retrospect, I'm not sure why I would enter an office that was referencing stuffed wieners. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. We had walked by and it said, don't ask, wait, whatever. So. During the game, the girls were talking and everything. And it was, we were sitting in, we were using someone else's season tickets. So we were sitting in some really nice seats. And it was packed around us. These are all season ticket holders and things of that nature. So we're all sitting there. And the girls were claiming, the, oh, you know, I love ketchup, I love my, I wish we had relish, blah, blah, blah. So this is all going back. And yes, that's what they sounded like at the ages of four and a half feet and four feet. So they're, and they really wanted whatever the third one was. We have, for the sake of the story, determined that that third not yet acquired wiener was the relish wiener, which as a guy, I always like it when people relish my wiener. Oh, shoot, come on. I am so bad at this. Me being a guy, I always like it when people relish my wiener. I just need to, I don't know why. I I keep turning that for my soundboard part. I turn that off. I, I don't know why I turn the sound off every time. Because then I have to turn it instead of just hitting the button. See, this is something that an experienced producer would know and do. So back to people relishing my wiener. And to my knowledge, it's only my wife, thank goodness, because she's the only one that gets to relish it. I was going to say something about when I catch her, I'll give her some mustard. There I did it. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. The crowd is going insane. And then they just stopped. They all just... Dropped asleep. Not dead. They'll wake up. They're just slumbering. They'll wake up. So the kids wanted the third one. And I believe I may have been challenged to, okay, genius, how do we get a third one? I went challenge accepted. I'll be right back. Come back, I don't know, five minutes later. And I have a brand new... Relish Wiener. I mean, when I walked down those stairs, like it wasn't just my family, it was everyone, everyone that was around us. They were relishing. They were like, oh, look at the Wiener. Relish Wiener. Mm-mm-mm. I heard a lot of, mm, he did it. And I, not to be sexist, and mm, he did it. Actually, I think those both sounded like me. So I come walking up, and there is a whole section. Let's say it was mezzanine level section 69. That's where I was. I'm just going to keep doing that every chance I get now until it is muscle memory to hit that. Hitting it with a relish wiener. I should do it again, but I won't. I will save you. You're going to get sick of it. Trust me, if you have not already. So I come back, and Bobby's mouth, I'm like, I'm like, our girls are right next to you. Close your mouth and stop relishing my wiener like that. Her mouth was agape. So I sit down, and they're like, Uh, Should we even ask how you did this? So what I did, because the sign says, don't ask, we don't have any. So I was not going to ask whether they had any to give away. I was going to ask a different question. So I go in, all I did was open the door and stick my head in. And I said is this lost and found also? And they go, well, what are you looking for? And I go, our child has lost their relish wiener that they got when we came in, and they are beside themselves. So I was just wondering whether anyone turned one in. The correct answer for them would have been no. Good day, sir. Shut the door, you're letting the air conditioning out. But most people, especially people that are going to be in an information, they generally like helping people. They're in that information office, things of that nature. So they go, no, but here. And they threw me one, it was still in the bag. Hadn't even taken out of the bag. I was like, thank you so much. And I turned around and walked away. I never asked for one. I ask if one had been turned in. Did I fudge sickle on the story a little? Yeah. So that we had lost one, misplaced one. But I'm old. I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. But knowing how people are going to respond. I've mentioned before, I'll mention again. If we have a conversation, be fully aware that I've already run through this conversation. When I lay there and I'm sitting there and I look like I'm just vegging out, I am running through stuff through my head. Scenarios. One of my favorite quotes of all time I know it's from a Steven Seagal movie, Dark Territory, which most people don't understand, is Under Siege 2. Under Siege was when he was on the the battleship, and then Dark Territory, he, he was still Casey Ryback, and he was on a train. And his nemesis says, chance favors the prepared mind. Are you going to be choking in a restaurant and will I forget the Heimlich Maneuver? Probably. But I'm going to remember that Casey Ryback's arch nemesis in Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, which sounds, now that I say that out loud, that would have been a great name for an anal porn. Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Ooh, hold on. Nope, that probably wasn't the right. Under siege two, dark territory. Relish the winter. I do miss movie. I could have done that. That would have been my calling. If they wouldn't have gone to normal trailers where they're actually showing stuff from the movie. It used to be they had to do voiceovers because they were not very good at editing, I think is what the issue was. So they couldn't... Take a long movie and edit it so you can kind of get the gist and go, ooh, that looks good. So it would always be like, the military has created a capture that civilians have never seen. Is it going to be used against them? Find out next Friday, Blue Thunder. And then you would have to call a phone number and then select the movie theater you want, and then you'd have to wait for them to tell you the times that it was on. And then you'd have to get there because they only sold tickets at a certain time, and you have to get there. And if it was an important movie or a popular movie, you'd have to stand in line. It's not much of a thing anymore, standing in line. I remember when, Tickets for concerts would come out back in the 80s, and people would camp out for, depending on the concerts, I would think they would do it for days, which is, there is no one that I would, I said no one, and immediately Megan the Stallion came to mind. I, didn't, I wouldn't even camp out for her. Okay, if I camped out, there would have to be a lot of Closely, tightly monitored and adhered to standards. Like the temperature. Like if I was camping out over tonight, the temperature couldn't drop below 82. Which you're like, what? Go to the fucking desert. Okay? It happens all the time. There is something to be said for me. I love Palm Springs. I have always said if we had, if money was not an issue, Palm Springs is where we lived I loved Palm Springs Palm Desert that area it's middle of the night in the summer and it's 95 degrees out 6% humidity or 12% whatever the humidity was so you'd never even feel it it was so weird you'd go to the pool and you'd you'd have chills just because there's a lack of of moisture you'd get in the pool and you'd be uh, it was mm, uh, uh. next time Row and Bo have enough money. They're going to go to Palm Springs. Coming to a season near you. Ooh, see, I could still do that. Ooh, I could use that voice. I could actually do, where people want me to do things or solicit responses, I could also do, like, breakups or job quittings. Hey, Steve. Yeah, you don't know me, but Becky wanted me to call and tell you. It's over, she's through, don't bother calling or texting. And that stuff that she left to your house, you can keep it. Donate it to Goodwill or give it to your next girlfriend. Great, have a fantastic day. Please block this number. Bye-bye. I think people would pay for that. Hey, yeah, Marty. No, you don't know me. I'm calling for Alan. Yeah, he was... Yeah, I know he was doing an hour ago. He just wanted me to call you and give you a quick fuck you. Yeah. I mean, cuz how could they do that? So I quit for the person and tell their bosses and their management off. How does that reflect? I mean, how are you going to tell a third-party company doing your verifications to explain that? They would have to just be like, "No, he they left on they were fine." There'd be nothing about, I think I could do it. Yeah, that would be, that'd be fun to do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they were doing two hours ago. They're not going to be in today or ever. Yeah. Yeah, they said that you could go teabag your mom. Yeah. I don't know why teabagging someone's mom. just But I guess that would be bad. If someone told me to teabag my mom, while legally I think I could do it because I was adopted. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of moms, I saw my mom yesterday for the first time in 10 days. That was. Didn't say bye to me when she left, so that was cool. Bye-bye. So let's see. What have we talked about today? Co-hosting, co-ghosting, getting my wiener relished. Anything else? Hold on. (whistles) Guess not. That's what they're doing (whistles) be. Oh, yeah. Daylight savings times. Fucking these idiots. When They're going to complain. As soon as winter rolls around again, if this gets passed... And it's dark in some areas of the company country company uh, the country until say, 839 a.m. They're going to lose their shit. What's going on here? Actually, most of them won't probably and I don't think I'm being wrong when I say this. I think a lot of them won't even realize that it was if we rid ourselves of changing the clocks that they won't know that first season. We would be able to gaslight them into thinking that the reason it's it's so dark so late in the morning is there's a comet hurtling towards Earth. And so every when it's on the side that when the Earth rotates that that it's casting that shadow, that's how big the shadow is. It's making it darker. And so and then they'll think every day that the end of end of times is coming. We can try that, see how that works. So, let's see. What else is going on? Uh, That's about it. St. Patrick's Day. I don't really... Kansas City does have a very large Irish community. Very festive year-round. Very festive this time of year. We have had Irish dancer... Catherine Owens on the show before, so I'm sure that Miss Owens is fully participating and enjoying St. Patrick's Day as one who does Irish dancing formerly and competitively would do. So I have never really gotten into St. Patrick's Day. I'm not even sure I have ever been down to what they'd call the Westport area in Kansas City, kind of where bars and stuff are. I don't think I've ever even been down that area this time of year. I've never been much of a bar person. So it would make sense that I was not near there. And I'm not much of a crowd person either. Because crowds are going to have a lot of stupid people. Holidays are going to have a lot of drunk people. And so now you're going to have stupid drunk people in a closed-in space, and that in no way, shape, or form sounds thrilling to me. I mean, literally thinking about it right now, I either need to hit my vape pen again or it's making my stomach turn because that sounds so distasteful for me to be around. So, for all of you enjoying it today, have fun with that. I will not be there. And I'm not going to be wearing green either. And I dare you to pinch me. Actually, I want you to pinch me. I should wear whatever the opposite of green is. I should wear that opposite and be like, go ahead and pinch me. And then have like a bullseye where I want them to pinch me. And it depends. If it was like a, like a, uh, all the fingers and palm like g- grabbing an ass, like that kind of pinch, then they could grab somewhere. It's like the finger and they're like skeletal pinchy fingers. Then, then, then no. Because those, those can be used as, as weapons. Or prostate massagers either one whoa that was a big change there's a sweet spot right there i wish i would have learned that earlier all i had to do was i may have to listen to the show now and just see how annoying that sounded because if you're still on at 40 minutes and you're like i waited 40 minutes for that sorry Ah, I am, I'm starting to get, I'm I'm not hitting the spot that I need to on those sound effects yet, but I am getting close. I'm getting real close. So we got a Friday coming up tomorrow. I wonder how many people will call in sick, St. Patrick's sick on Friday. I wonder how many people still take off. I do think that here in Kansas City and in cities that have large Irish communities, Boston, Chicago come to mind right offhand. Whether because of, even if you're not Irish and your business is not Irish, because of the festivities maybe happening in and around your location whether you are more accepting of oh you're not coming back after lunch today okay i get it or not so so that's a saint patrick's sick that's a good one too saint patty's sick friday that will be interesting So let's see, anything else coming up for the weekend? Next weekend, I do have interviews coming on. I'm finally going to get to interview a friend of mine who's an attorney. I'm going to ask about what my wife can do with my body and to my body after I'm dead. I'm very much looking forward to asking those questions and finding out those answers. So that will be next week. Um, My wife and I our show, The Longest One-Night Stand with Bobby and Roe, we missed our first episode since we started. I have had done some episodes, a couple by myself, when she's been out of town. She was out of town this weekend. I really didn't. I had all day Saturday. And what I should have done and what I will do next time. And this is when I learn from my mistakes. I was supposed to have some things going on on Saturday. They did not come to fruition, so I ended up having all day Saturday to my, myself. Family was out of town. So I should have recorded a show. In the event that Bobby and I do not record a show... I had the opportunity, and I had thought about it. I was like, you know, I wonder if I should just record a show, and that way I don't have to. Because I was actually thinking that way I don't have to. Bobby will have been driving for a few hours and, you know, decompress and all these different things. so I was was thinking maybe I should do the show, and then she doesn't have to. But I really want to do the show. I love doing that show with her. I love doing everything with her. And I do mean everything with her. So, I didn't record a show. I should have done it and said, I can just erase it. I mean, I don't have to use it if Bobby and I record. But I did not do that. Bobby got in town. We didn't record. And so it was the first time in, I believe, six months since we started the show, that we did not have a new episode out of The Longest One Night Stand with Bobby and Roe. That will change this weekend. We will put out a new super great show. I can't wait. I don't know what we'll talk about, but it'll be great. So if you don't follow us on that, that one is fun as well. Anyway, 45 minutes in. Thank you for listening. I'm not going to bore you anymore. This has been the co-ghosted episode. See, I did write that down, so I'll remember to use that. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, thank you for listening. Please continue to listen. Please continue to share. If if everyone listening just tells one person, and that person tells one person, and that person tells one person, within 12 to 15 years, I could be somewhat established so thank you all very much I'm just that didn't sound good I don't want it to sound like that I am so appreciative and I do I am enjoying this growing because at some point I keep thinking maybe I won't have to do a regular job but it would scare me doing this too because with cancel culture you guys could love me one day and hate me the next or more likely the case hate me one day hate me more the next that would probably be a more likely scenario anywho anyhow anyway thank you for listening into the show this broadcast today enjoy have a safe st patrick's day if you're listening to this actually on st patrick's day be safe designate a driver don't do anything stupid don't get caught doing anything stupid by the authorities or your significant other. I don't know what you do. Enjoy. If you're listening to the Say Tomorrow on St. Patrick's Sick Friday, then just know that in 365 days, enjoy your next St. Patrick's Day. That'll be amazing. Anyway, this is TSG, better known as Roe or the Stone Genius. Thanks for listening.